you know, the burn is real. Sometimes the burn is great when you when you achieve greatness, and sometimes it's just, it's the burn in your chest when you gotta you know swallow the swallow the lesson. So I think it's important for people to see both sides. Um, one thing that my mom always did is really invested a strong sense of self. You can tell me, oh, you're a shitty fighter. I can look at you and laugh. I said, go in my house and look at all his belts that are hanging on the rack. He just, dropped, he just dropped that on me, on the low, <laughs> just so y'all know. Nobody knew about that. I ain't seen him in a minute. We've been bouncing around. He tried to so, look, he dropped that on me to get the reaction. You solid for I that. Got it, I, I got it, I got it. So, I Today we're in a setting we've never done before with mm -hmm. one of my best friends in the world, Tyron Woodley. And the reason why we have to be on this plane, because even though we live in the same city and as close as we are, we both are driven by that burn and moving so fast, it's hard to get us to slow down. We are getting yeah. ready to fly to Kansas State to get the Kansas State football team and all the players locked in for off-season training to prepare for next year. So we are taking advantage of this opportunity to film this episode of The Burn to finally make this happen. Tyron, you know how much I care about you. Welcome to My The dog. Burn, finally. Man, welcome to The Burn. Welcome to the plane for the first time. You know, I'm going to just sit here and just look around. <laughs> I told him it's my plan for today, but I'm glad to be on, my man, as always. Um, definitely talking about just the process in life and just really, you know, the burn is real. Sometimes the burn is great when you when you achieve greatness, and sometimes it's just it's the burn in your chest when you gotta you know swallow the swallow the lesson. So I think it's important for people to see both sides. Um, when I pulled up in here, you know, everybody's like, "Oh, he's trying to flex." I'm like, "No, I am trying to flex because you guys see me down, but y'all need to know I'm not out." Sometimes it's good for a kid to see you up. Because they may not think they can ever achieve that. But if you don't ever show them the wins, being humble and, and humility is not over-exalting yourself. But when you show God's blessings and you show the dope people you surround yourself around, people need to see that. They need to believe in God. They need to believe in, um, you know, the process. They need to believe in good people. And they need to have a great circle. You know, like I said, small circles create big damage. And I think it's important for them to see that. So, yeah, this year you will be seeing me showing a lot of people um, what God's doing in my life. Well, here, here's what's interesting, and you say small circles create big damage, which, yeah. you know, you do have an, uh, your own chapter <laughs> in my new book, Uncommon Leadership, and that's the title of your chapter, which uh, is small circles create big he just damage. He just dropped that on me, on the <laughs> low, just so y'all know. Nobody knew about that. I ain't seen him in a minute. We've been bouncing around. He tried to so, look, he dropped that on me to get the reaction. You saw the I got it. I got it. So I had to honor you because of our relationship, but here's what I think is interesting for everybody to hear. People see that the last few fights have not gone the way you wanted them yeah. to. And that's when you really find out who's in your corner in life. Yeah, You really find out who's true. And the reality is, life is measured in your entire body of work. Yeah. You are going to go down as a Hall of Famer in the UFC. You held the welterweight belt longer than anybody probably ever has. Four years. Yeah. You'll probably go back and get that belt if you choose that you want yeah, to go choose, back yeah. and get that belt, right? <laughs> Depends on what you choose. Yeah. But now you've decided because of taking advantage of the burn that lies inside of you, and I, I want you to talk about where that comes from, but Cutthroat City. I mean, yeah. that's just one of the many movies that you've been in. Yeah. That's the number one movie on Netflix. Yeah. You've capitalized on building a brand outside of the ring. And I think so many people don't tap into their capacity to do so many different things, yet you have. So how has this burn taken you to movies? 
fighting, being an entrepreneur, pouring into kids, going to speak like we're doing? How has that burn continued to fuel you in so many areas when most people give up on just trying to do one thing? That was the first thing I was going to get to. You know, when I think about the burn, I think about if you have all wins, right? Um, If you never suffered a loss in life or in a competition, if you have all wins, then when a loss or something that resembles a loss or a lesson, you veer away from it. Like, I've lost a lot in life, like matches, fights, you know what I mean? You know, not getting the girl that I wanted, my guy got it, not winning the race in the street. But I never gave up. I never quit. I never let um, let anybody tell me who I was because one thing that my mom always did is really invested a strong sense of self. You can tell me, oh, you're a shitty fighter. I can look at you and laugh. I said, go in my house and look at all those belts that are hanging on the rack that many would never even receive one. And also... When you going through these burns, you know, and, and I think I love that you guys call it that because that's what it feels like when you go in, when you win a world title and you're like, oh, shit, it's over with. I'm the champion of the world. That's a burn. But it's also like, damn, this dude got my belt. He looks goofy. He's walking around with my fucking belt on. That shit burn. But the thing that I found out about the small circles is that some people are there. You find out who's there, but you also find out who the quitters are. When people hit me like, oh, are you going to retire? Fuck off my phone. Why would I retire? I didn't retire when I knocked out Robbie Lawler in record-breaking time. I didn't retire when I retired fucking Jay Heron. I didn't retire when I knocked out Koshak and he left the organization. Why would I retire now? Because I took a loss? No, this is my chance to show you motherfuckers what I'm about. Because I never expect to lose again once I got the belt. Never expect to come out of the blue corner again ever in life. Definitely never expected to lose back-to-back. I had never done it before. I had never lost in Vegas before. Never lost back-to-back. And I lost three in a row to guys... Fucking Usman, uh, Gilbert, Carmaro, and fucking Queefington. Like, for me beating the gorilla, the natural born killer, the fucking ruthless one. These are the hardest fights in the division. And then when it got down to the competition where I felt like it wasn't even motivating me as much, that's where I kind of lost it, right? So now it's reinvigorating and burn. Like, I don't care who it is. I just want to have a performance like our boy Max Holloway did the other day when he just went out there and was talking shit to the UFC, talking shit to this guy, talking to UFC, missing punches at the same time. Or you want to fight and come back? That would be my highlight performance. And that's really what I'm focusing on because I can't control what people think about me. I can't control how, um, you know, they position me for a fight. I can't control what the fans want to say. They back and forth every fucking which way like lily, like little lily flowers floating in the wind. But what I can tr- control is my performance. And that's what's been lacking. Everybody can look and say, that's not Tyron. We've seen what he can do. That's not him. So how do I focus on that? And that's what I've been really doing, you know. Cutthroat City was a good blessing in disguise because I needed that win. Sometimes we need a win in life. It ain't a victory in the the octagon, but sometimes you feel like shit going down the drain in so many categories, you just need to see a win. So when I was, uh, I did the movie called Cutthroat City, make sure y'all check it out. The RZA directed it. Um, A lot of star-studded actors, I would have to go fucking down the list, name them off. But But the dope part about it, I was in L.A. training, and uh, my buddy Lynn Oding is the one that got me into film, got me into all these different um, doors with these directors. He's been a really, really solid friend of mine. And he was the number one film on Netflix, right? Cobra Kai. He directed that, right? Oh, wow. Yeah, so I, I go that. home and uh, I go to the house because I, I live with him in L.A. So I go to the house and I say, hey, don't try to fight me today because, you know, we know you're out the number one spot. <laughs> but that tells you about your circle. My homie was a fighter, stunt coordinator. Got me in contact with Eve Evers, really helped me uh, map out how I train. He went from stunt f- 
uh, some performer, some coordinator, second unit director, first unit director, director, big time director. And I got the number one film on Netflix. And then your homie who's standing in the same house downstairs. Hey, Lynn, what's up? Don't trip. We just knocked you out the number one spot. Those are the kind of people I want to hang around. I mean, so let, let's let's wrap up with this, because I, th I think this is important. And I want you to go deep here for us. <clears throat> it, it, it is what it is. We're on a private plane right now. Yeah. Right. And we're going to go and, and very blessed to do the things that we do and yeah. work hard to create opportunities. We're, it's not a flex. We're on a private plane. No, it's a fucking flex. <laughs> I was on Spirit. I was on Spirit Airlines a couple weeks ago. It's a fucking flex, and it's okay to flex. So, we're on a private plane. Yeah. But the reality is, you grew up. We're in St. Louis right now, getting uh, ready to take off. You grew up eight and a half miles from where we are right now. Man. Thirteen children. Ferguson, Missouri, has been in the news. Right. Yeah. Heavy into the news. Right. For all the social injustice stuff in this world that needs to end. But there's yeah. been so much. You did 70 talks at least at schools after the Michael Brown shooting. 13 kids for walking around with no shoes. Yeah. So when I think about Ooh. your burn, I remember the first day we met in, this your, dude, this in dude, your gym. This dude right here. <laughs> I, I remember the first day we met in your gym. And I could see that fire and the burn in your eyes when you were telling me your story. And I look and I go, no shoes, 13 kids, you don't lose in high school, you go on to be an All-American, put the Mizzou wrestling team on the map, yeah. you've done everything that you've wanted to do in, in the UFC, Hall of Famer. It started with a belief when you were wearing no shoes that you yeah. could be something. So I want you to speak to that person right now who literally, with everything going on in the world, is saying, maybe it isn't for me. Yeah, it is for you. Um, what isn't for you is quitting. And one thing, I actually reenacted that. I did a little piece where I had my um, son Dylan, my nine-year-old, I had him walk up in the same area I walked, and I had him take his shoes off, because we're gonna start getting a documentary together. So I'm starting to get excerpts and little clips of that. But the thing about it is, you know, it's so many chances to quit. And in your body, you should recognize that the easiest thing to do is more likely what your flesh wants to do, right? To quit, give up, stay asleep, snooze the alarm. But when your body has to resist against something, and I think that for me, I've had so much resistance, whether it's gangbanging, fighting, like you said, walking up and down the street, looking around like, what the fuck am I? I don't want to be here no more. Like, how do I get out of this place? And on my way in here, I went live. I said, yeah, I am going to flex a little bit, and you guys should. You don't flex and make it a part of your life, but... Don't just only show the losses. Don't just only show people, you know, the the setbacks. Show them the comebacks and show them, you know, God is a real thing. Because like you said, I used to be fucking broke as fucking two pennies trying to smear together and make a nickel. But I made it happen. My mom made it happen. We, we understood the quality of life and I never gave up. I never quit. And I just look back at that moment. I remember where my head was at at that time. I was committed to fucking finding a way at that point. I was like, I'm out this bitch. That's all I can think. I'm out of here. I'm not finna die. I'm not finna get shot up. I'm not finna be gangbanging, selling dope all my life. And that's all I saw. But I had to see something that wasn't there. And that's what these kids can do. I saw where I wanted to go. So I need to show them where they can make it. Because I was where you was at. You know, I was in Ferguson. I was gangbanging. I was in the streets. So me seeing God become real. Like, yeah, I've had some, I've had some mistakes. I went through a divorce. I had all these different things. But... At the end of the day, like my peace and where I'm at right now, I'm about to be a problem. <laughs> I hope hmm. what you're hearing is the chapter you're in right now 
It's probably not your final chapter. Not. And that's really for all of us, not, right? So many people think chapter. this is it. Yeah. Wherever you are, if you're excelling right now, get ready for that next chapter because it can be more significant if you're not seduced by success. For those of you struggling, go find perspective like Tyron's story. Yeah. Go think back to the things that have been tough in your life. Stay connected to that burn that lies inside of you. For sure. You know how much I love you. I will always be My in dog. your corner. Always My be in dog. your corner. Every single week, keep joining us for the burn. There are gonna be stories that are gonna resonate with you. Share these stories with others because people need to connect to that drive that lies inside of them to find out what peak performance looks like. Make sure to subscribe on Spotify, iTunes. Make sure to subscribe on YouTube. And make sure down in the bio of this episode, you check out that prize fighter day opportunity for you to start living your best life one day at a time. Or I'll beat your ass. Ha 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 